Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Trust. It is one of the most important things you can have. But how do you have trust after someone has broken your trust and betrayed you? That is what we're going to talk about today. Before we get started, I just want to read you this quote by Stephen Covey, because I think it describes trust perfectly. He said, trust is the glue of life. It's the most essential ingredient in effective communication. It's the foundational principle that holds all relationships. I want you to think about that quote. And I want you to think about what does trust mean to you? Because I truly believe that everyone values trust differently. Sometimes some of us are easier to move on from things. And sometimes for some of us, it's a lot harder. I also think it depends on the situation. So we're going to talk about this because I think this is the perfect time to go into it, being that we just talked about forgiveness, which if you haven't heard episode 22, I want you to go back and I want you to listen to this because I think trust and trusting someone again goes along with forgiveness and you have to learn how to forgive in order to have trust. So we're going to talk about trust. We're going to talk about forgiveness and some other things that I think that you may want to consider if you find yourself in a situation where maybe someone betrayed you, maybe someone broke your trust. They did something that you're just having a really hard time moving from, but you don't know what to do. I know for me, it's been true that I have been in situations in my life where I really want to hold on to people. And it could be for whatever reason. Maybe I'm not ready to let go. It's really hard to let people go, especially if it's been someone that has been a part of your life consistently for either your whole life or a certain period of your life. But we get used to our company. They become part of our comfort zone, right? They know us best. They're the people that we laugh with, the people that we mess around with, the people that we are building a life with. And then things happen. People change. People do things. And sometimes some of the things and the choices that we make can hurt other people. Sometimes we do them without even thinking. And then sometimes we do them because that's just who we are. It's part of our character. And so it can be really hard to be in your life and go, okay, is this someone that I really need in my life? Or is it someone that I need to let go of? And that doesn't mean that it's going to be simple. It could be really, really hard to let go of them. But you know deep, deep down inside that is the best decision for your life. So we're going to talk about all of that. So as we go through this, you're going to have to picture who your person is for you. It can be a spouse. Maybe you're in a relationship that has lost some trust. It could be a friendship. It could be at work. It could be your children. And with children, it's a little different, right? Because we can't just remove them from our lives. But one of the things before I get into the other relationships in our lives with kids, I personally think that all kids are going to lie at some point or another. They're children. I feel like they go through this phase where they just start lying, even from when they're little. And it's up to us as parents to teach them why lying isn't good. So for me, one of my biggest pet peeves is lying. It really is because it is the one thing 
that can break my trust. And so my kids know how I feel about it. And we've had conversations, even when they're little and they lie about the most silliest things, right? Because they're trying to get away with something or they think they're gonna get in trouble. So we've always talked to the kids and explained to them that it is just better to face the consequences and be able to tell the truth than to sit there and lie about it and stress about one day someone finding out, right? Because let's be real, when you lie, it is extremely stressful. You're constantly worried about someone finding something out. So besides your kids, whoever the person is for you, it could be someone in your life that you had an issue with. Maybe they lied to you. They broke your trust some way or another. So as we go through these questions, I want you to think about that person and if this applies to them. So the first thing is this. What is the reason that your trust was broken with this person? What did they do? Is the reason something that you care about deeply or is it something that you can get over? This is really important because we can lie about all kinds of things. And we, like I said in the beginning of this show, we can let go of certain things, but there's also some things that I believe people can't come back from. Now, that doesn't mean that people can't change. I believe people can change, but there are certain things that people will do And this is up to you. You decide this for your life. We've talked about boundaries on this show. If someone pushes past those boundaries, can they come back from that in your life, in your opinion? Are you able to let that go and fully trust them? No one can really decide this for you. You have to decide what your boundaries are. You have to have certain things in your life implemented and said to those people. For example, your husband. You have to let them know this is just not acceptable. I can forgive a lot of things, but this one, don't ever do it. They have to know this, not because you think they're going to do it, but just because you have to let people know your boundaries and the things that you're just not going to forgive or forget. I should say forget because you should always forgive or else you're going to be held hostage like I talked about in the last episode. You have to have those things or else you're kind of shooting blanks and then people don't really know. They don't know what your values are. They don't know what's okay and what's not okay. Certain things, yeah, they'll know. Like they should know you can't cheat on me. But other things, you have to let people know. Even with cheating, you have to let people know. Is that a non-negotiable for you? If you get cheated on, are you done 100% no matter what the situation is? Because you know that's something that you're never going to be able to forget about. So once you can figure out if this is something that you're just upset about because you got lied to, then that's easier to work through. But if it has real meaning behind it, if it is something that you just find tremendously disrespectful and you're just in awe of the fact that this person did this, that's going to take some work or some really tough decisions. So once you know which one you're in, then you're able to move forward. The second thing is, is this the first time that they lied or betrayed you? Or does it keep happening? Listen, people can change, but you're not supposed to wait for them to change. They have to show you that they've changed through their actions, not just their words. I think we have gotten real comfortable to doing things, saying I'm sorry, and then doing it again. Or when people backstab you, they do it, then they apologize, but then you open up the door again, and soon enough you find yourself watching them do the same thing again gossiping about you, lying about you, whatever the situation is. Same thing with cheating. They cheat, they apologize, and before you know it, they're cheating again. Is this the first time or is it a continuous thing that they're doing that is showing you their character? 
See, I'm going to say this. Don't be blind with the people around you. We are extremely smart. You know what someone's doing. Deep, deep down inside, women's intuition is everything. And I'm going to tell you right now, nine times out of 10, my intuition is always on point. It is the craziest thing. My kids think it's crazy because I will guess things and be right. I will tell them before they tell me. I know things. So you might as well tell me. So listen to that, ladies. Your intuition is telling you and you're just either not accepting it because it's really hard and you're ignoring it. But I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to keep getting worse. You have to own it. We are so good at sometimes seeing something and because it's uncomfortable, we shut down the feeling. We try to ignore it. And then before we know it, it just gets worse and worse. You have to face your issues. You have to face your problems. You can't fix a problem that you're not willing to face. And as hard as it is and as uncomfortable as it will be to have those conversations with those people, I promise you, you're going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's going to feel so much better once you know the direction that you're going. Are you forgiving and moving on and working on repairing? Or is this just the end of that chapter? It's not the end of your book. Listen, you write your story. Your life is your story. You choose what goes on the pages. You have to make it great. And to make it great, you have to be very picky about who's in your life. Who are the characters in your story? Some characters need to disappear. And then some new ones will come along. No one can decide that for you but you. The next thing that I will say is practice forgiveness. And I'm not going to go too deep into this because I did do a whole episode on forgiveness. So again, go back to episode 22 and listen to that. But you have to practice forgiveness. If the situation is something that you're willing to work past, you have to practice forgiveness because if you can't forgive, you're never going to be able to move past it and live your life in peace. And that leads me into my next thing. Don't think about the past. If you sit there and you dwell on what happened in the past, you are going to be miserable. You cannot let your brain go into this hole just thinking about what someone did to you, what happened in the past. Now, this one's really hard because when someone does something that is so major and it hurts you, it is really hard to say, I'm going to forgive you and not think about it. It is a daily, constant thing you have to work on. But here is why it's important. And this is where making those hard decisions comes into play. We're going to pretend that we're talking about your relationship because I think this is probably like the biggest betrayal. You get cheated on. Hopefully that never happens to you and hopefully this isn't your situation. But if it is, let's talk about it. If you get cheated on and you decide that you are going to work on it and some of you are like, nope, girl, once I get cheated on, I'm done with. That is my non-negotiable. And that's fine. You choose what your non-negotiable is. If your friend is the type of person to say, I cannot forgive my husband if he cheats on me, then that's her non-negotiable. Yours can be different. Don't compare yourself to someone else. Don't compare your relationship to someone else's. And don't let other people tell you what to do with your decisions. This is your life and you have to be true to yourself. You have to open up your eyes. Don't lie to yourself just to make you feel comfortable because I promise eventually the truth is always going to come out. Your true feelings are always going to come out. You can't avoid those. So the best thing you can do is face it. But if you do choose that for you, it's important to save your marriage. It's important for you to forgive. Then you have to understand that you have to forgive and you can't think about that. If you think about the past constantly, you are going to be miserable. And here is why. What are you going to do when your husband's working late? Where do you think your mind is going to go if you're truly not moving past it? You're never going to build that trust if you can't forgive and continue to work on not thinking about the past. 
And I know that that's hard. And I encourage you to get counseling because you're going to need help through it. And it's not just counseling for you. It's going to be marital counseling as well. Individual counseling. Because one, you have to figure out why he did this. Two, you have to figure out what in the relationship isn't going right. And only a professional can help you. I am all for counseling. I remember I used to tell Ty, we should go to counseling. And he would say, why? There's nothing wrong. And I say, I know, but can you imagine how amazing our relationship would be if we were just to catch things before they happen? And I never thought about this until other people started speaking up about it, saying like, yeah, we go to counseling. There's nothing wrong, but we go just to make sure things are going right. And I never even thought about that. I always thought you go to counseling when something's wrong, when there's a problem. And that's totally cool. You need to go to counseling. Be open to it and don't have no shame in it. But when I found out other couples were going to counseling, I thought it was a great idea. Because I've always said this, you are taking two humans who are flawed because we're not perfect and you're putting them together in a home and then you throw kids in. Oh, that's just a whole nother crazy life that you're building when you have kids thrown into the middle of it. Because now you have children, you're trying to figure out how to keep things going in your marriage, how to not get bored with it. Your love continues to grow. I do believe that your love continues to grow. But being married is hard. Living with someone else is hard. Accepting their little things that bug you is hard. Learning how to let go, learning how to compromise, all that. It takes massive work to get two people together so that they can live happily, love each other, and get through hard moments. So I'm all for counseling. So you're going to need some type of help to help you move past it and not think about the past. Because if you're going to forgive, then you're going to forgive. You're going to move past it. You can't keep coming back and it's going to happen. I'm not saying you're not going to do this. It's going to happen where you throw the situation in their face in a moment of heat, in a moment where you're upset. But ultimately the goal would be to move past it so that you can live your life happily. Because if not, you're not going to be able to build trust again and you're constantly going to be worried because when you don't trust your friends, your husbands, your whatever, it's really hard to believe them when they tell you something. And you can't live your life constantly worrying or being a detective. That's not right for you. And it's really not right for them. And you might be like, nope, they deserve it. You're right. So maybe you should just move on. If they deserve that, they shouldn't deserve you. But if you are going to forgive them, then at some point, you're going to have to actually forgive them and move on because you don't want to be in a relationship where you're both miserable. Communication is my last thing, and I've talked about this before as well. Communication is everything, everything, especially if you're rebuilding trust. You have to understand and they have to understand that you are going to question things and you can't get upset when I question things because this is what happens when trust is broken. So you have to be very open to communicating on all kinds of things and all kinds of topics. Before you even get to this situation, before trust is broken, before the thing happens, communication is huge in any relationship. So I encourage everybody to practice it because you have to be able to communicate with each other to understand what each other needs, what's bothering each other. If you're not able to communicate, how do you know that there's a problem? And then how do you fix it? So communication is huge. Listen, friend, rebuilding trust is hard. And if you can't truly forgive, then it's going to be close to impossible to have a loving, peaceful relationship or even friendship. If you have a friendship and a friend that betrayed you, if you aren't constantly working on rebuilding trust and forgiving, you're not going to be able to get to that place where you're enjoying each other's company. 
So how do you know when someone can be trusted? So for me is people lack integrity. And when they lack integrity, that shows you a lot. Number two is they get that deer in the headlights look when you ask them a question that maybe they're going to lie about because they're doing something wrong. You have to be very good at figuring out that look. Number three, they behave erratically. They're always on edge. You kind of have to watch that. Why are they always on edge? Number four, they are willing to undermine others for their own personal gain. Listen, I'm a huge believer in you can be around people and see how they treat other people and know that they're going to do the same to you. They might just not do it when they're in front of you, but they're going to do it when you turn around. So pay attention to who you're hanging out with and who your people are. Pay attention to how they are to other people. It speaks volumes when people do certain things in their lives, when they go about their lives, when you see their values, when they see how responsible they are, their work ethic, everything. If you pay attention, you can figure out what kind of person this is. Number five, they keep information from you that they think might upset you or get them in trouble. With this one, you can start this from the very beginning with your children, with friends, with husbands. You can let people know, listen, I need you to understand the importance of you telling me things before I find out because that is how trust is built. I guarantee you that if someone was to come up to you and tell you something that they did before you found out, then your trust level, even though they did something that may be upsetting to you, your trust level is still going to go up. You're going to trust them more because you're going to know that in hard times, they're going to face that and they're still going to come forward and tell you that. So my kids, my husband, know it doesn't matter what it is. You guys need to come tell me first. I am so big on trust and being lied to, probably because in my younger days before my marriage, I was lied to all the time. I was cheated on and it wasn't something that I would ever want to be involved in. And I can tell you right now as a grown woman that those decisions were the exact decisions I would make now because it wouldn't have given me the life that I wanted. I would have lived in this horrible life of issues and not trusting and just that's just not what I believe in. You have to tell your people, let me know things, even if they're hard. I tell my kids this all the time. You have to let me know, even if you think that you're going to get in trouble, because talking about it is going to get you in less trouble than you hiding it. And then we're going to find out anyways. And it goes the same way with friendships or your relationships. It's the same thing. You have to set those expectations. You have to remind people what your boundaries are. And you have to face the hard things. Facing the hard things doesn't mean that you can't work through them. It just means that it's going to be really uncomfortable. But if it's important to you to stay in this relationship or to have this person in your life, then the work is going to be worth it. If it's the other way where you realize that you can't trust this person because they continue to do the same thing, then you have to let them go. And sometimes you let people go and that is the thing that shows them that you mean business, that you're not about to forgive and forgive and forgive and continue to let them slide, continue to accept their behavior. They can choose to change. And when they choose to change, you will see, not here, you will see changed behavior. We need to stop doing so much of forgiving people when they tell us that they've changed, but instead go, okay, well, show me that you've changed. And you just have to sit back in your life and watch. And you'll know when someone changes because you're going to see it, not hear it. You're going to see it. And they can always come back into your life. And then there's going to be some people that are just gone. You need them out. 
Another thing that you want to keep in mind is that sometimes you will forgive people for what they did and still let them back into your life, but it doesn't mean that you're going to trust them the same. Trust has multiple different levels. So if that's the case for some people, you can forgive some people for what they did, but you know that now that they're back in your life, they don't get the same access. They get limited access. Maybe you're not going to trust and tell this person everything anymore. Maybe you're going to have them around, but not as much. Don't think that you either have to forgive them 100% or remove them from your life. You can have them be a part of your life with limited access. They don't have to come back with full-on access. I hope this really helps. The last thing that I want to give you guys is I read a book a long time ago, and this doesn't really focus just on trust. It focuses on everything. It focuses on your mindset, on your thoughts, and it helps you get through a lot of these thoughts that we have. So the book is Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. You might have heard of it before. I've read this book probably like three times, maybe more. I always go back to it. It is an amazing book to just help you fight those thoughts because our thoughts are everything. And when you're working on something like this, like forgiving and trusting someone again, you definitely want to learn how to take control of your thoughts because your thoughts are going to take you to the negative. Your thoughts are going to go, no, no, no. Remember, remember. But when you're working on forgiving and moving forward, that's what you need to do is move forward. Don't live in the past. I hope this really helped you guys. If it did, please take a screenshot, share it on your social media, tag me in it, send me a DM, let me know how you felt and if it really helped you. And I hope that one, I hope you don't experience some of these hard situations in life. But two, I hope that if you do, that you see that you grew so much from it and ended up in a better space, ended up in a better relationship, ended up figuring out some things and living your best life because we only get one. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.